Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Individually, can I make an argument that this is the best you've been playing since you've been in the NBA? I'll let you guys and whoever's calling it next debate that. I don't really care if I'm playing the worst I've ever played and we're on a 10-game winning streak, great, because I know I'll figure it out at some point. I don't know if it's the best I've played or not, but I do feel really comfortable in my role. I think playing with JC, we've got a really good chemistry on the court, so you throw Fave into that, and yeah, it's fun. I think we're all pretty happy with the way we're playing, but we've got more work to do. There's Joe Ingles on his individual play, the Jazz as a whole. He joins us every week. You just heard the interview in the last segment. The Jazz back at it with the Mavericks tonight. And as Joe said, this one ought to be difficult, playing them twice in three days. And and then we've got the X Factor, PK. We have to wait and find out who's going to play in this game. Tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN. What does it matter who's going to play? I mean, as long as they got just the nucleus, they're good to go. Come on. Okay, very positive. I hope you're right about that. I'm not a big hope guy. I'm a big results guy. Well, they got the results against the Mavs last time. But do you think they can count on Jordan Clarkson to go for 31 and Rudy to go 29 and 20 again? Maybe Bogey could have a big day, big game if, if Mitchell isn't back. Well, Joe made five threes too, right? Uh, I think he made seven actually, but he made a lot. Seven? That's the point. Yes, he made a lot. I'll look it up. Well, can, they, can you count on that? No, that's that's, what, that's almost point. twenty points off the three. Twenty-one, coach. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not a coach. I want to be a life coach, though. That's what I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your new goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. You'd be good at it if you focus on it, PK. I want to help people out. You know, in these few remaining days that I have. It's down to days. Not weeks, months, or years? I like to boil it down to the lowest common denominator. It's like what I learned in beginning math when I was a senior. Donovan Mitchell and Derek Favors are listed as questionable right now in last night's injury report, so we'll see how that plays out. Jazz had a couple couple future games. Uh, Tip times moved back an hour. Part of a league-wide move to delay tip times to allow for game day COVID testing results to come back. Yeah, we've seen that. That's why I think they should, they should play games like 2 in the morning and stuff and just have it all over the NBA place. basketball around the clock. We're having more matinees. We like that. Some later games. That'll work. I don't know about matinees. I would see try to get some daytime games. Uh-huh. Sweet. So you're giving up on the whole English class. You're focusing totally on math and life coaching. Well, you know, questionable. Really, when you think about it, I've been questionable for 19 years, and I still keep showing up. February 2 versus Detroit is now an 8 o'clock game. So that is uh, Tuesday, next Tuesday. Otherwise known as Tuesday. Yeah, right. (laughs) And a week from today against Charlotte is now a uh, 6 o'clock game in Charlotte. So there's a couple of the games they've moved. We'll see if there's more down the line. All right, the Jazz may be missing a couple guys again, but uh, that's a league-wide issue. So let's get to the NBA. Hashtag NBA. 
Turnover, Lillard doubled, deflected, stolen. Oh, the deep ball for the stuff. And it's a one-point game. Terry Stotts has seen enough. He will call a timeout. Jackson now on the left wing screen. It was Ray Baca. Whips a pass. It's Batum. Corner three again. Oh, Nick Batum. Make it rain, young man. He can't miss. Pistons are going to win this game. Ben Cook driving at baseline comes up short. So the Pistons with a very, very impressive win. 107 to 92. Pistons beat the Lakers, the Lakers without Anthony Davis, and there were only four games in the NBA, but there's a a lot of star power not playing in those four games, and the Lakers probably could have gotten away and won that thing without AD if LeBron had had a game like he had in Cleveland, where he shot 73% and scored 46 points, but he he was a mere mortal, PK, 22 points on 19 shots. Yeah, I consider LeBron a foreign born. There's no way he could be born of this earth. I mean, he's just that good. So, yeah, you're right, 22 and 10. Ah, come on, LeBron, what <laughs> happened? On. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kuzma, we were just talking about Kuzma, and, you know, how often Stepped can, he, up, can he bring it? He shot the ball just about as well as anybody on the team last night, 22 points, 9 of 17. But they only had two other guys in double figures, and 92 points isn't a winning number in the NBA very often these days. So, No, no I, they look very pedestrian. Yeah. yeah. And they've got, uh, they've got back-to-back losses now for the first time this season. So, you know, back to, you know, you're going to have hot streaks, you know, you're going to have cold streaks, and I, I would expect that LeBron summons another pretty good game here to get them back on the winning track. Devin Booker didn't play, no, more star power out. He didn't play. I actually saw some headlines. You probably saw him too. Warriors catch a break. Booker out. Yeah, the Warriors didn't catch a break. Suns won without him. 114-93. to They blew Golden State out. Got him by 21. That surprised me a little bit uh, on that because, you know, Booker is such an integral part of that team. Uh, Aiden's playing a little bit better. Chris Paul's doing his thing. Yes, Chris Paul's, uh, you know, he's obviously not LeBron, but at advanced age, he still maintains the ability to be effective in his own way. That's something that I admire because I think you really have to work at it when you get that age. It just doesn't, isn't something you roll out of bed and do. Uh, but the the Warriors, yeah, they've got Steph Curry, and then who can you count on night to night? Really nobody. I don't know that there's anybody that you can just book, all right, this player is going to be able to add to whatever Steph Curry can bring. So Steph Curry really has to have big games. But I do like this Wiseman kid. You know, I like his, he's, what, only 19, played three college games with Memphis last year. I do think he's going to develop into a nice pro. They don't have enough talent to be consistent. I think they have enough talent to get into the postseason, but I don't know about doing anything right now. And uh, But I do like Weissman playing uh, uh, as well as he can. And then Houston, Houston intrigues me. They were so guard-oriented, and now they replaced all the, these guards. But, yeah, they're still guard-oriented. It's sort of funny that way. Uh, the Rockets get a win over the Portland Trailblazers. They were down 18 in the first quarter. It was 15 after at the end of the first quarter, and yeah. they had the lead by halftime. <laughs> they got right back in that thing in a hurry. And uh, to your point, uh, you know, they got Oladipo now, and he goes for 25, and they go for John Wall, and he has 20. Man. He got the ball, and he went 70 feet. I know he's had the Achilles, and I know that's, you know, for a long time that's been a career ender, but medicine keeps improving, and it, watching that, I would have never thought, oh, that, this guy's coming off an Achilles injury. 
Uh, he just flew down court. Well, speed has always been his game. Yeah, and he's still got it, even post-Achilles. Christian Wood is the uh, is the big guy who's uh, who's the new the new Clint Capella, I guess. And he's yeah yeah, he's yeah. getting stuff done for him. He had 22 points and 12 rebounds as the Rockets beat the Blazers 104-101. Obviously, more star power. We know, you know, McCollum's out and. Uh, you know, Lillard's got to carry it. And Lillard had 30 and 9 assists, but it wasn't enough. And you realize Miami, who was in the finals last year, like 6-12, and 12, and they have most of their guys have been out most yeah. of the season. Yeah, but it's a but terrible man, it's start. It's devastating, their it, roster. It's really very Marlins-ish, you know. We had a great season, and we're following it up with nothing. But the difference is they've got their guys there, and when they get them back, and they did get Tyler Hero back, uh, but Butler's still out, Dragic is still out. Igudala and Haslam. I mean, they're older and not playing massive roles. And Haslam was a coach's decision, but Igudala has neck spasms, so so it was kind of cutting. It was kind of the uh, the Miami JV against the Clippers JV because, of course, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Patrick Beverly didn't play for the Clippers, but the Clippers got the win. They beat the Heat 109-105, stay within a half game of the Jazz, who are now a game up on the Lakers. So there you go. A lot of big names out, but. Still got to find a way to win, and the Suns and the Clippers did it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Well, Weber State playing a winless Idaho team, and you figure they ought to roll, and they did. 81-56, to same two teams play again tomorrow at 1 o'clock in Moscow, Idaho. WAC play tonight, UVU and Tarleton State and Orem at 6 o'clock. Dixie State's at Cal Baptist at 7. Both those teams double up and play the same teams again tomorrow. And tomorrow, the Utes are in Boulder to take on Colorado. That's on the Pac-12 networks at 12.30. And PK, you would assume the Utes lose that, but they played well at UCLA. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. They did beat Stanford. They beat Washington State but lost to Washington. I just don't know on any given day what the heck they're going to do. Oh, the Utes are the box of chocolate and Forrest Gump. There it is. BYU hosting Pacific Marriott Center, 4 o'clock on the CBS Sports Network. So getting a game in. They've had a couple games they've lost. Who knows what's going on going forward. But supposed to be USF, but when that game couldn't happen, they scheduled this one instead. So 4 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. You can check out the Cougars and the Tigers. Pacific is one of those teams that's barely played a game. 5-2 and two overall. Two and two in conference play, and we're in late January, and they played seven games. Yeah, I, I, what do you expect? I don't, I don't expect much out of them. They haven't been given a, an opportunity to get anything going. It sucks for those young men. I mean, most of those guys, if not all of them, are not going to play professionally, and this is going to be the highlight. And because of the situation, they can't get out on the floor. And that just is awful. BYU will be playing their 18th game. Pacific will be playing their eighth game. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. When you go down the line, the clearest fit is the 49ers. I think San Francisco, if they could somehow land him, I think they immediately go to the top of the list. That's Greg Olson, former All-Pro tight end, now a Fox NFL analyst, saying he likes Deshaun Watson in San Francisco. Now, Watson's formally requested a trade. That news broke uh, in our show yesterday. A little later, not for you 7 o'clock listeners. But. So he wants out. Now the question is, are the Texans going to accommodate him? Are they going to play hardball and not move him and then just start finding him and see if the lack of money will bring him in? 
I've already read stories that he's principled and he's decided and he won't care about the money. Easy to say someone else won't care about the money. A little different maybe when it's you and the money, but see how hard, if they're going to play hardball here or if they're going to flip him. And the thing is, the, the Niners may be the best fit, but they won't be the only bidder. If Texans want to have an auction, they can have an auction. There'll be other people interested. Well, of course they would. They're yeah. going to not just take one offer. offer. They're going to evaluate, evaluate everything. More than half the NFL reportedly interested in Watson, who is under contract through 2025. Uh, more quarterback news. The Steelers' Ben Roethlisberger says he's pretty sure he wants to return to the Steelers this fall, and he's willing to do everything, that's his word, everything he can to help the team as he is set to count $41.2 million against the salary cap. Pittsburgh CEO Art Rooney II told reporters this week the franchise was willing to bring Big Ben back, contingent on adjustments to his contract being made to free up cap space. So it sounds like there's room to do a deal, and both teams want to do a deal, and it ought to get done, and we had to see Big Ben in the Steelers' uniform for one more year. He's, he's in his late 30s now, so I don't know if he'll be Tom Brady and give us five more years, but at least next year, PK. Beautiful. And the good news of the day, Washington football team coach Ron Rivera has been declared cancer-free after his latest checkup. He had been diagnosed with uh, cancer last August and battled it during this past season, but now he's been declared cancer-free. So good news yeah, for Ron Rivera. I thought with Rivera. that uh, particular lymphoma, I thought you had to go five years. I think you do. So he's cancer-free now, but he's got to stay cancer-free. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, we got the SEC schedule. Now we have the ACC schedule. And they are going back to two divisions, 14 teams split, eight conference games. Notre Dame back as an independent, so everything you saw last year, forget about it. They were one division with Notre Dame last year. And I'm going to go with Clemson. Good call by you. You really Great know your pick, PK. You know your, you know your football. Among the games on the ACC schedule, Virginia at BYU, Saturday, October 30. Bronco Mendenhall said he really didn't want to play BYU as UVA's coach, but looks like he's going to have to do it anyway. So be it. Dixie State and Weber State announced they'll begin spring practices today in preparation for the spring seasons that begin late next month. SUU hasn't announced what their timetable is. Spring football, PK. It's a different kind of year. Spring football is going to mean games. happy for the youngsters to be able to play the game. Steve Sarkeesian added Montana State's head coach, Jeff Cho, to his staff at Texas as co-defensive coordinator. He led them to -to back-to-back playoff berths in the FCS in 2018 and 2019. And now Montana State will have to get a new coach for their spring season that is uh, coming up here shortly. Can't imagine he's going to stay and do that and miss spring football as Texas is defensive coordinator. I would think he'd have to get down to Austin for that. Well, he's got a new job, yeah. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, is going to be here at 8 o'clock. Atlanta Braves legend Dale Murphy at 8.30. Talk to him a little bit about the Hall of Fame, the shutout for this year's candidates, and a lot of the uh, 
off-season movement, the contracts, the teams that are going for it, the teams that are laying back this year. We'll talk with Dale Murphy coming up at 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone.